0: What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies of fitness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Andy and DJ, cruise the motherfucking internet and that's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. It stands for Cruise the Internet. We're going to throw up topics on the screen. We're going to speculate on what's true and what's not true. We're going to talk about how we, the people, can be solutions to the problems going on in the world. Uh, we're going to have a good time doing it. Other times when you tune in, we have shows within the show. We have Q&AF. That's where uh, you submit questions and we answer them on the show. You can submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is, guys, you can email those questions in to askandy at Or... You can go on YouTube on the Q and episodes and drop your questions in the comments and we'll hit some there as well. Uh, other times we have real talk, real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. And then other times we have 75 hard verses. 75 hard verses is where we bring someone in who's completed the 75 hard program, which is the initial phase of the live hard program, which is available at episode 208 on the audio feed for free. There's also a book for sale on my website. Uh, it's very good. Um, not required though, not required. Uh, You can do the program for free at no cost by getting it at episode 208 on the audio feed. We bring people in, we talk about what 75 hard, what live hard did for them. Uh, we talk about how they were before and how they are now and how it fixed most of the issues that are going on in their life. So uh, that's pretty much the rundown of the show. Oh yeah, we have that other thing, Yeah, that thing called the fee, mm. all right, and uh In lieu of me passing on eight figures a year for advertisements and just getting on here and spending 15 minutes talking about shit that you should buy that I probably don't even believe in, and just lining my own pockets, and then having to listen to these assholes tell me what I can and can't say, I just said, hey, how about this? Fuck those guys. Let's keep it real here, and uh, you guys just do me a solid by sharing the show out, and I'll just keep doing the show for free. How about that? That sounds like a good deal. So uh, when I say pay the fee, that's what we mean. You know, you guys message me. You talk about how important the message is. We agree it's important, and we rely on you to get it out. I get censored everywhere I go on social media, so if you don't spread the word, the message doesn't get out. So uh, we appreciate you guys that pay the fee, um, and you guys who uh, don't pay the fee, we call you hoes. Of course. Yeah. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. Hey. What's up, dude? How's it going? What'd you do this weekend? Oh, man. I actually had a nice little Sunday. Yeah, what'd you do? I went out to Sal's Farm. Yeah. Saturday, I just had a normal day. Yeah. Um, what happened at Sal's Farm? What do you mean? What, what'd you do at Sal's Farm? I went to Sal's Farm. Uh-huh. He had a birthday party for his twins. Yeah. Uh, they're six. Mm-hmm. Um, ice cream truck came. Yeah, so what'd you pick? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, first of all, listen, we had a great discussion about ice cream and inflation, all right? <laughs> ice cream and inflation. Yes. Because the prices on the truck, uh-huh. You know, when when I was a kid, dude, ice cream bar was like 50 cents or a dollar, right? Yeah. I
1: don't know how much they cost. We just stole ours. Bro-
0: <laughs> 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 so, so bro, <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> so so dude, so the fucking ice cream truck gets there. People were super nice, okay? They were sure. great people. And I understand inflation because I have businesses and there's nothing I can do about it. But let me tell you something. <laughs> inflation has definitely hit the ice cream business. Oh yeah? Because these uh like the ones you have up here on the screen, like the cookie sandwich and the the uh the more Robust ones up there that say $3, those are $6 now. Oh, shit. Those are $6. The ones down here are $2, those are $4. Okay. And the ones down there are $1, those are 3 Jeez, man. That's highway robbery. My dad was having a fit. <laughs> 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 did you guys see the story? No, I didn't did you see, see this? Did you guys see it? So, dude, I fucking went to, I was going to ask These my dad. I'm like, Dad, i like, <laughs> t- I turned on my story and I went to say, Dad, what are you picking? He's arguing with the ice cream guy at the the birthday party. The guy's getting paid either way, right? Like, my brother's paying for all of it. He's arguing with the ice cream guy that the picture on the side of the truck doesn't actually represent the product that he got. Dude. And he was serious. It's like, they're not the same size. Yeah, he's like, this is not the same size as the sign says. He's like, look how small this is. Like, he's like giving the dude a lecture. This guy's like, hey, I'm just trying to give these kids some freaking ice cream, dude. Yeah, listen,
1: bro, I'm just trying to sell my, sell my shit, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, man, you know, I got to be real. Um, I was a little disappointed. You know why I was disappointed. I know why you was disappointed. Okay. I was, my heart was broken. You guys all know that I am a massive fan of the Choco Taco mm-hmm. and RIP. are well, they gone? Pour some out for the, for the homies. All right. Uh, the choco taco is gone, and so I didn't know what to pick. Yeah, so I went with the uh, number six there, which is the regular chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich. That's a solid conservative choice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a solid good choice. Yeah, it, it was good. Like that—that seems like a good white guy choice, right? No, I mean, no, no. I think that's just like that's just a solid choice. Y- you you
1: agree? Yeah, I agree. I think. Well, what were you going with? I would go with number five for sure—the Oreo cookie
0: sandwich. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. The the ones down there on the the Batman and Tweety Bird. No, I didn't. I never used to get those. those no, because they got gum in them, and the gum would break fucking teeth. Well, they scared me, because
1: they always looked, like, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they never looked like the picture. You know, like,
0: I would get They them weren't up. good, either. It's like, that's like, like a rookie Batman choice. Batman's eye would be, over, like, it'd be fucked up. Let's be real, dude. Mm-hmm. There's one item on there, though, that is superior to all the items. It gets overlooked, because it's cheap. Don't say vanilla. No. Oh, it's down there on the the bottom right. Every every time, bomb pops. Everybody loves a bomb pop. Right? Oh fuck yeah! Everybody, and I was it, it actually gave me hope in America because half the little kids ordered the bomb pop. Rare, me, white and blue. It, yeah. yeah, it was great.
1: Yeah. Did you do you know uh, Mister Softy? Did you guys have Mister Softy? I don't know what that is. Oh, it must be a hood thing. What is it, dude? It, it was it was a soft serve ice cream truck. It w- it was always ran by like two Arab guys. Yeah, you know, ride through the hood. Selling soft serve ice cream. We had a Mr. Mr. we
0: had a fucking we had a discussion about these ice cream guys. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy about the ice cream trucks. Oh, no, I'm being serious. Is it time? Wait, wait. No, no. But I think when they go into certain neighborhoods, uh-huh. the sticker on the outside of the truck changes. I think they got a set of magnets for each price, right? <laughs> yeah, because that's this how. Listen, this is how it fucking works. Okay, if uh-huh. when you become when you move, I learned this when I moved in my first big house. The rich tax, the, the rich guy tax, yeah. bro. Yeah. My air, same air conditioner at my old house, a thousand bucks. Yeah, at the new house, five thousand right. bucks. Right, right. And you got six of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's, it, and they see it coming, dude. Christmas lights at the old house, four hundred dollars. Christmas lights at the new house, twelve grand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it, if you do the math, it doesn't equate. You know, but. <laughs> I guarantee you, these guys have different magnets and different price sheets for the neighborhoods they go in. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, I would. It's, it's capitalism, yeah. Man. I mean, I get it. Yeah.
1: Well, I get it.
0: What are you going with on there, dude? Yeah, I would have went with number five, no doubt. Tweety Bird. You're going with, for real? Yeah. Tweety. That's kind of, it's with, kind of a rookie choice, man. I would go with Spider Man, but they don't have Spider Man. Oh, we had Spider Man yesterday. Spider-Man. It was there. Yep. A couple kids got it. Ice cream sandwich is always good, but I'm not buying that from the ice cream truck. Why is that? Because that's like something you can get at home, man. Mm. You know? Not true. Guys, jump down in the comments. What are you choosing? Let us know what. uh, I'm definitely choosing the Choco Taco over all of it. If they had them, I'm still convinced that the Choco Taco being discontinued. Is part of the demoralization of America's structure. All right, (laughs) they do not want us to have anything that we love, or anything that we have pride in, or anything that we think is American. So they fucked us on the choco taco. I listen. It's fucking Klaus Schwab, bro.
1: He's fucking hoarding all motherfucker,
0: bro. You know he eats. He's gonna come out with a cricket taco. (laughs) Some bullshit. Brian playing. That's a conspiracy,
1: man. All right, well, yeah, so we got that out of the way. I do want to bring something up, though. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's been viral. Um, and I think this is,
0: uh, we can label this as a win, in my opinion. Please tell me. Uh-huh. I, I, I did not talk to you today. This is the first time I've seen you today. Please tell me it's the video of the sheriff running over the fucking protesters. Good gosh. Yes! Good gosh, man. You're good. Dude. Isn't this great though? It was great. It was
1: fucking amazing. Yeah. So so it was a highlight of my whole weekend. Well, like, and the thing is, man, we've seen so many of these videos. No, this was way better than I no, ice cream. this was fucking amazing. We've seen so many of these videos of like these climate protesters like, you know, porn, you no, know, like like cementing their hand in concrete, right? Like and you'd very rarely see them get get dealt with, right? Well, they fuck around and found out (laughs) maybe. And maybe that's also because it was like one of the first big ones, I guess, here in America, because those other ones are always in like France or the UK or some shit. So um, this headline reads anti-capitalist climate activists block traffic into Burning Man fucking mess. Let's dive into this. Uh, So anti-capitalist climate activists blocked traffic into Burning Man on Sunday, causing a standstill spanning several miles on a major thoroughfare in Nevada. Before Rangers arrested them at gunpoint for trespassing on tribal land. Um now I just want to show this picture real quick. Let let I just want to show you the magnitude of this traffic block. Okay, because this was not a few cars. It was a shit ton. A shit ton. Like that's a lot. That's dude. that's a lot. All right, and 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 to their point, like okay, you're 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 protesting for climate change. But yeah, let's sit a thousand cars running on in Nevada in the fucking desert. Let's just have them sitting there idling. Like that makes perfect sense. Um, so, videos posted online showed about half a dozen protesters uh, from seven circles blocking a rural road using a trailer that they locked themselves onto, uh, surrounded by banners reading Burners of the World, Unite, Abolish Capitalism, and uh, General Strike for Climate. How fitting. Uh, so the group says that the protest was designed to draw attention to, quote, capitalism's inability to address climate's ecological breakdown, whatever the fuck that means. Um, and it was apparently meant as a protest against the, quote, popularization of Burning Man among affluent people who do not live the stated values of Burning Man, resulting in the co-modification of the event. Whatever that means. Um, here's here's a, cue, uh, a few pictures. But let's see the video. Let's, let's play it right here on YouTube. Here we go. Please, this is a problem. Please.
0: No, no, you're on need public to get property. Right right no, we got to no, get, no, get, no, get through. I'm sorry. Yeah, help us, people. Do. You got to do, do.
1: do. do. it. You can't block the road. You
0: can't block the road. You're going to hurt someone. I don't care. Look, There's people with medical problems here. There's people with medical problems here. They can't stop. How are we going to tell you what I'm doing, man? Every
1: change in society came from civil disobedience, all of them. Oh. <laughs> that was perfect. Get out, down. Now. Get out on the ground. Get down, Karen. She's like, it's hot. Get
0: on the ground. We're not violent. Not anymore. Oh, damn.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, and a couple of things to note here, okay? These are not just, you know, police officers. These are not, you know, your your normal post certified law enforcement officers, okay? These are tribal rangers, all right? And a little bit of thing about tribal rangers, they have completely separate rules and laws that jurisdiction their respective areas okay um you can get killed for trespassing on tribal land legitimately mm-hmm. um so there's just a little small note there um but yeah uh andy what we got
0: on this good <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah speed up fucking good <laughs> fuck around and find out dude here's here's what i think i think i'm sick of seeing these people everywhere i go I think I'm sick of seeing them on the internet screaming and crying about how they're nonviolent. You're disrupting people's lives. You're fucking up with people's planned events, like, dude, these people are so egotistical and so disgusting of human beings that they think that they have the right to disturb or destroy the rest of the world in order to push their agenda. This is why these climate change activists continue to get caught setting the actual fires. They believe that their ends, uh, their means justify the end result that they're after. And dude, they don't. And I would love to see this from everybody. I would love to see the police departments from around the world start whooping these people's asses like they should have been whooped 10, 15 years ago when they started with this bullshit, Mm -hmm. okay? So I'm a huge fan of this. I hope it happens more, and I hope these people learn that if you're going to fuck around, you're going to find out. (laughs) The fact that they're screaming and crying, I'm nonviolent! We're done with that shit. We're done. We're done. I don't care if you're nonviolent. You're not gonna disturb the world of everybody else, okay? And by the way, you're a moron on top of it, all right? You don't understand what capitalism is actually about. You are the arm of the biggest capitalists in the entire world. The oppressive capitalists that these environmentalists hate so much are the people that they do the work for. They don't understand that the climate narrative is coming from the biggest, most oppressive, most powerful companies and individuals in the world and these people who are the most powerful individuals and the richest and the wealthiest individuals in the world have figured out how to get these morons to think that their enemy is people like me and to come out and like protest against people like me small business small business owners who who employ thousands of people in their own communities okay that's what these people these people are dumb They're called useful idiots in communist literature, and they're called useful idiots for a reason, because they're useful and they're idiots. And what these people don't understand is that when communism finally takes full effect, they remove all the useless people from society. So let's be real, bro. Anybody who protests capitalism, they're all the same kind of people. They're fucking losers. All right. They're people who have never worked hard, who haven't built anything. They're usually not attractive. They're usually out of shape. They're usually the disgusting, nerdy, social reject type people that don't contribute anything to society. And then they scream and cry and throw tantrums and the whole entire world bows down to them. Dude, that shit's over. Fuck them. I love this. I wish wish it would have been harsher. That's what I wish. Yeah. You know, I love the fact. The best part was when he's driving through; he's on the loudspeaker, said, "Get out of the way! I'm gonna run you the fuck over." <laughs> like that's what he's saying on the loudspeaker <laughs> as he does it. And um, I thought it was great. Yeah, more. Yeah, more of this. You got you should in there with like I'm Andy Frisell and I approve this message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, dude, I'm just being real. I just I can't stand this crybaby bullshit from a bunch of people. You know, like I've got people that I know who are like they believe in bernie sanders right and but like then i look at these people and i'm like this person's never worked hard they've never they 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 come from a wealthy place yeah. okay they they are white privilege the example of white privilege they don't understand hardship they don't understand what it means to earn or build or create anything of their own and because of that and because they've always been okay they think that everybody else's wealth should be redistributed And that they should have a piece of everybody else's shit. It's the ultimate definition of entitlement. It's the most anti-American attitude that you could ever have. And I'm sick of it. We're capitalists here. All right. We go build shit. The people who build the best shit make the most money. It's a free open competition. That's how it should be. And the reality of, of what we got here is we have a bunch of morons who believe in shit that isn't even true. OK, and they're told by the most powerful people in the world to go hate the rich guy. And then they go hate the guy who's like in the middle and not targeting at the right people. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Dude. It, it
1: always it always baffles me. And it's crazy, too, because we got to kind of see it here uh, up up close and personal. So you guys remember uh, if you guys been watching uh, CTIs for a minute listening, uh, I think maybe about a year ago. We talked about this uh, young. Uh, I believe it was in Germany. She was an heiress to this multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. Okay, parents. I think died. You know, mom died years ago. Dad died. Passed everything to her. The companies, everything. And we're talking like, I mean, I think it was upward somewhere about seven billion dollars worth of uh, business. As soon as she gets in, she's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut this, shut it down. Close everything out." Yeah. And one of their distribution centers was actually right here across the street. And two months ago, they closed. closed. They're down. I mean, they had probably about a couple of hundred employees here at
0: least. Right. It just blows my mind like how that. Bro, these people are stupid. Listen, these are low IQ, stupid people. That's what it is. Okay. They do not understand what they're fighting for. They do not understand that there's evil people out here manipulating them. These people in their hearts believe they're doing the right thing because it sounds good. It sounds good to save the planet. It sounds good to care about the environment. But when you start tying it into this, this, Ideology that you have no comprehension of you know, most of these people couldn't describe capitalism to you They couldn't even understand they don't understand the difference between oppressive capitalism and ethical capitalism and the oppressive capitalism What I'm talking about is the people who are actually selling them this ideology and getting them to go protest this stuff So they're actually out there doing the work of the people right because who's gonna lose from this? People like me, people who have built businesses from the ground up that employ tons of people in their own community, and they come out and fight to take our shit down, but then who wins as a result of that? Oh, the most rich people in the world, the biggest, most oppressive capitalists in the world. So you have these anti-capitalism dumb fucks out here trying to dismantle their local business owner. And... In favor of people like BlackRock and people like State Street, right, or Vanguard, uh-huh. and like, dude, these people are so dumb they can't understand what they're doing.
1: I don't get it, man.
0: Yeah, it's. I just love the climate change again.
1: Listen, like, man. Argument here, and it's like, okay, I wonder how they got here. How how did they get to the protest site? Do you think they they drove
0: a car? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And not only that, look, dude, the... <clears throat> all of these people, like. If you sit in a road and block traffic and you get run over by anyone, that person should be held, not held liable. Like you're in the fucking highway. You're in the road. Is it a reasonable expectation that if you run across the highway, you might get hit by a car? Okay. Well, if you sit in the road and you get run the fuck over by someone, there should be no charges. There should be nothing. It should just be okay to do. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Don't go on the road. Don't go in the road. Don't lay down on the road. Don't block traffic and nothing will happen. That's, that's where society needs to be well i'm with it man you know you a couple of these you turn a couple of these people into fucking skid marks bro they'll stop doing it they will stinky skid marks yeah
1: (laughs) what no i'm just saying like this yeah man listen what what needs to happen in this country is just not going to be palatable to most people man
0: it's not what needs to happen in this country is that Americans need to find their motherfucking balls again. Yeah. And they need to say, hey, fuck you, when they don't agree with things. And when people disrupt your daily life, it's, hey, fuck you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, this, this polite shit that has allowed and enabled all these people to think they're powerful, when these are the weakest, sickest, most pathetic humans in our culture... All right. None of these people are ever healthy. None of these people are ever strong. None of these people are ever financially successful. They are the bottom of the fucking barrel of our society. And because we're polite and because we have manners, we tolerate it, which enables them to think that they have power. They do not have power the minute that America goes back to saying, hey, you know what? No. And by the way, fuck you. I'm not listening to anything you say. And, and just being rude to these people. That's where it needs to get to. Because they have no problem being rude to us. No, dude, remember the mask shit? Yeah, Everybody's screaming at you about the mask? How about this? How about eat a fucking dick? How about that? A couple of them. Yeah. Vegan
1: ones, for all I care.
0: I didn't have a problem telling people that the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's real shit, man. It's real shit. Guys, let's get into this crazy where, where Where, where do we go off track with America, bro? Like, where did you guys lose your ability to look someone in the face and say, hey, shut the fuck up? Where? Like, what point in time did that Yeah, happen? because that's not the America I grew up in, dude. The America I grew up in, like, if people did this shit, they'd, you'd get your ass beat. You got your ass beat. That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, change that. Yeah. <laughs> dude, these people need to start getting their asses beat. Yeah, that's real shit. Man. Oh, Andy, you're calling for violence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing they understand. Yeah. That's the only thing they understand. I'm nonviolent. Well, you start, you, you're committing something here that, that still requires violence to get you to understand the problem. If we start kicking these people's asses when they block traffic and do all this dumb shit, it'll stop happening. Like, that's what needs to happen. Or, they, or they dude that, that was a Or or put them in jail for six months automatically. Well, you block traffic, dude, you go to jail for six months. Okay. Watch how many of these people do never block traffic ever again. They'll yeah. never do it. Oh, insurrection. <clears throat> they'll never they'll never do it. Like if you change the rules to six months in jail for blocking a, a public road automatically, how many people would do it? Not many. None. No. It would never happen. The reason these people do this shit is because there's no accountability. It's the same reason these people in Washington D.C. continue to do what they do. There's no accountability. These people are being coddled and you know, catered to and I don't I don't know why. You know, why 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 do you police even tolerate this shit? That's not freedom of speech. Blocking traffic and creating a that's not freedom of speech, bro. You're you're disturbing the peace. You're disturbing the public what what is our public right to do what we want to do and the minute that starts happening these people should go to jail yeah True shit
1: man guys let's get into this cruise though let's uh let's knock this out because we got a lot of stuff to talk about today um so let's get into it remember if you want to see any of these pictures articles links videos go to andy you can find them linked there Uh, if you're watching on youtube drop down in the description below you can find them linked there as well but that being said headline number one Hello number one reads: "Who was the racially motivated dollar general shooter who killed three black Americans?" Let's talk about it. yeah, I think they pulled another one. I think they, I think they pulled another one. and I, and I got some supporting evidence to, the, to, to this as well. I did some some research on my own. So let's dive into this, man. This is a big, a big deal coming out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. so uh, this is a Fox News article reading Ryan Christopher Paul Meter. Uh, is accused of carrying out a racially motivated shooting that killed three black Americans at a Dollar General location in Jacksonville, Florida on Saturday, according to authorities. Uh, quote, plainly put, the shooting was racially motivated and he hated black people. Uh, Jacksonville Sheriff T.K. Waters said during a news conference Saturday. Uh, Paul Meter was a white 21-year-old man who opened fire at a Dollar General in a predominantly black neighborhood of Jacksonville with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle and a Glock handgun after 1 p.m. Saturday, according to the sheriff's office. The suspect turned the gun on himself during the shooting, authority said. Uh, Paul Meter uh, does not appear to have an active social media presence. Fox News Digital found a single tweet uh, on an ex account formerly known as Twitter belonging to a person named Ryan Paul Meter. Uh, at Ryan Paul, uh, Ryan underscore Paul Meter, who celebrated his acceptance to Flagler College in Florida. The uh, tweet said, Looking forward to a bright career in business administration. Hashtag Flagler makes, end quote. Uh, the account tweeted on November 1st, 2019. It is the only tweet on the X account. Um, Twitter, uh, the, the X account's bio states that he was an Oakleaf High School attendee with a 3.5 GPA who is certified in a range of Adobe platforms and quote, drinks too many Arizona products referring to the Arizona teas, um, whatever that means. Um, Now these are some pictures from the sheriff's office that they released shows the, uh, the AR 15 there. Here's a picture of Ryan. Okay. 21 year old. All right. But again, let me first, like, let me first say this, of course, right? Like, Yes, people died. Three people. Three people died in Jacksonville, Florida. It's there's no doubt, right? Like that. That is that is a fact. Understood. But how we got there, I think. I think it's worth looking into, right? Like what? What? How? Did, how exactly did we get there? Who did this? Why did he do this? Right? Um, because there's talks about this manifesto that was released within days, coming out. Um, and I- It was released not within days it within was, hours yeah but within hours okay um and of course like I mean like long story short guys we know they're trying to still you know take our, our our second amendment away from us they're trying to take the guns they want to remove the firearms and they are willing to do or create or manufacture any situation that is needed to sway the public opinion in support of that all right um so with that being said there's other information that's starting to come out like this headline uh that reads Racist Jacksonville mass shooting suspect was socially awkward,
0: lived with parents. Okay, that follows a trend, right? It's almost like what we talked about just the other day on the show. It is, isn't that
1: weird? Mm. Um, so there. This is New York Post article reading the Florida man who uh, police said killed three black people at a Jacksonville dollar store before taking his own life was quote introverted and socially awkward and lived with his parents, according to former classmates and neighbors. Ryan Palmeter, 21, who opened fire at the Dollar General on Saturday afternoon with two guns, including a swastika-painted AR-15-style rifle, has struggled socially growing up, according to Andre Sanchez, a former classmate. Palmeter was, quote, involved in internet humor and was, quote, introverted and socially awkward. He told news for Jack's, Uh, quote, I would sometimes go to his house and play video games, said Sanchez, who is reportedly two years older than Paul Meter and lives down the street from his family's home in suburban Orange Park, Florida. Another neighbor who never met Paul Meter but knows his parents well speculated to the outlet that he was on medication. Quote, from what I understand, he was on medication and for some reason he got off of it probably a few days or a couple of days ahead of that. That's probably when he snapped said the man identified as Greg.
0: That's that's a total bullshit statement. I probably think that maybe this guy might have got off his medication. Mm. Like, why is that even in the article? Oh, because the articles are bullshit. You know, but let's dig into this
1: manifesto. So, uh, quote, the manifesto is, quite frankly, the diary of a madman, Waters said, that Sheriff Waters, uh, adding that Paul Meter had been held for emergency health mental evaluation for three days in 2017 under the state's Baker Act, but had never been convicted of a crime and had brought, uh, bought the guns used in the rampage legally. Quote, he was just completely irrational, but he was 100% lucid. He knew what he was doing, Sheriff Waters said. Now, I don't even know how that makes sense. How was he completely irrational and at the same time completely lucid? Two things don't go together. Um, Paul Meter, clad in a tactical vest, mask and glove shot 11 rounds at car as she sat in a park uh, in a car in the parking lot of the store at 108 p.m before entering and gunning down legere official said here's a image of him entering the store now again i remember a manifesto that you know or another situation that happened where they didn't release the manifesto and granted these are two, two different states right two different cities two different completely different states um but things just don't add up so i started doing some digging Right, went to Facebook. Um, now, this is his older brother. There's an unknown account that liked this because they pulled his social media down. But I just
0: want to, I, I thought this was,
1: you know. So his brother,
0: his brother said, I don't see a problem with a true communist government, which is typical amongst these dumbasses who say Tru, true communism's never actually been tried. Right. And then I did a little bit more
1: digging, um, looked into his father, uh, Stephen Palmeter. Been a registered Democrat since 1988. Voted <sighs> mm. in the last election and so we have
0: his father and his brother clearly s- supporting Mama too. Yep. Mom yeah. mom too. Registered
1: Democrat. She early voted in 2022. Okay. And wait oh Yeah, all the way back to nineteen eighty one. Mm. Okay. Now again, like I mean, you know, there's a lot of dots out on the table. Okay, and again, we're not trying to take away from the deaths of these innocent Americans. Absolutely, they were killed. Absolutely, it was completely terrible and wrong. But it is important to say that time and time again, these common denominators, man, they just don't add up.
0: Well, the media is already trying to paint this dude as some sort of like Trump-supporting right-wing whack job. Right. Which clearly isn't fucking true. Um, Secondly, uh, there's evil people out here. Okay, and there's evil people that are black, and there's evil people that are white, and there's evil people that are other races as well, and evil people do fucked up shit every single day, all right? So, what about, like, I don't know, all the black crimes where white people are getting shot and killed and getting their asses beat that go unreported? What about that? Are we just going to selectively pick one situation Mm -hmm. where it happens to be a white person killing some black people? That we think can fit the narrative. What happened? What happened just a few days ago? Oh, they arrested Trump and put his mugshot out. And, and what did I say on, on yesterday's show? Didn't I say that was a huge mistake on their part? Mm-hmm. And what did I say was happening to the black community because of the mugshot that they put out? Oh, they the were. black community starting to realize that Donald Trump isn't the man that the left media has been painting him to be. And they're starting to realize that just like a lot of black men in this country, this man is being unjustly persecuted, which is actually causing the black population to rally behind Trump. We actually covered this on yesterday's show. And then again on last week's CTI. So it's interesting that literally days after the black population is starting to see the, tr- the reality of the situation. Who's manipulating what and who's making them think what. And we have all kinds of black people speaking out saying that they rock with Trump now. All of a sudden, the biggest story of the weekend is white people killing black people. And, and it's racist. See see how racist these people are? It's interesting how all, how all of it just happened. It's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, how every single time something Hunter Biden does or something happens with Hunter Biden or Joe Biden, Donald Trump gets indicted the very next day. It's almost like the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would say this is, I don't know, related. I mean. Yeah, that's beautiful, bro. Like, I mean, dude. I don't think people are buying it, okay? And, and this, is, this is what needs to happen. Everybody needs to realize, and I think it's already happened. Yep. People are realizing, black people and white people are starting to realize that they are being played against each other and they're getting smart and they're saying, wait a minute. It's not that white guy over there and it's not that black guy over We're on the same team, bro. They're trying to get us. Why are they doing that? And we're asking these questions as a society and now we're starting to see, wait a minute. They clearly don't want us coming together and what? and that's the first step to everybody coming together. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually encouraged about the way people have reacted to this for the most part so far. Um, But like, guys, you have to understand, and this is just the reality. They're going to do everything they can over the next year and a half to make race conversations highly uncomfortable. They're going to try as hard as they can to get black people and white people to go at each other. They're going to do some crazy shit and it's going to be real hard to like, keep your head and keep your mind and, Say, hey, wait a minute We don't hate each other These are just bad people doing bad things Because the minute that we start to come together They're going to do everything they can At any cost To make black people and white Americans Black Americans and white Americans Think that we are each other's enemy And if we come together And we, we, we say, no We're actually Americans And you guys are tyrants And you're fucking the system for us And we do that, they're done Yeah, it's over for them. They cannot win without there having to be massive division at at that level between black and white. If black and white people come together, bro, those people are done. And that's already happened. Like I told you last week, uh, a lot of black people are realizing, damn, dude, uh, they're they're doing the same thing to Trump that they've done to black men for the last 60 years. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that, that that's what I was going to say, dude. That, that's one thing that's very, very important to
1: uh, to, to, to note is that this stuff is going to get worse. It, it's going to get worse because they're going to do horrible think, things to yeah. make. They're going to do horrible things, bro. Well, dude, and I think, you know, f- for the average person, for most people, it, like, it's not even fathomable. Like, they can't understand. Like, they could not. You cannot just tell a normal person, like, hey, our, we have actors in our government that would be willing to kill you know, a whole classroom full of kids to a- achieve this certain policy. Yeah, it sounds it sounds absurd. Or, you know, we, we, we would, you know, bomb in, in our own country or in another. Ho- like, you, it's not even like most. It's people a tough pill for. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's tough hard.
0: pill for people to swallow because most people don't have the capacity to do that kind of evil within them. But, dude, it's the truth. I know it's the truth.
1: And like it's been documented over and over and over again. Right and, mm. and and like at this point, I don't put anything past them. You mm. can't, you know. And I think, it, like you said, to your point, which I thought was amazing. It's like we got to be able to see past the the manufactured fear and crises. We have to be able to see past that and stay united. Because if we can do that through all of these situations and all of these hoops and obstacles that they want us to jump through, this should be over for. Them.
0: Yeah, you know, there's a couple things that needs to happen. We need to understand that, yes, there's evil people out here, and yes, there's people who are racist, and yes, there's black people who are racist too, and yes, uh, those people are going to do evil things. And we, the regular common sense citizens of this country that have good hearts and minds, we have to be prepared to handle that in society as it comes, and then we have to be smart enough not to label the entire other race that we happen to not be as the enemy. That's what they want, and it's it's not true. This is sad. These are innocent people that died for no reason. And uh, but it it's still not reflective of you know white people's view of black people, or you know when black people do fucked up shit to white people. That doesn't mean that all black people are evil anti white racists. Like we have to understand that most ninety eight percent of people are good people. And then you have the 2% scumbag pieces of shit. And it's up to the good people. It's an obligation to the good people to not turn the other cheek to that 2%. That's the biggest problem. Just like we talked about with the environmental story, Mm -hmm. the reason these people have felt empowered is because there's been no accountability at all. And if accountability comes from the people via the very American fuck you attitude, okay, and we handle shit as we see it, in America for what's right and wrong as opposed to what's racist or not racist or what fits a political narrative If we as a community start handling some of these situations as they happen They will happen less and less because they are rejected by the community, you know every time uh, You know a black guy gets killed uh, by a white person. It's all over the fucking news, but how many people that are white get killed every single day by black people. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's like accepted. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. And it's not okay for black people to kill white people. It's not okay for white people to kill black people. It's not okay for white people to kill white people. It's not okay for black people to kill black people. Like killing people is bad. You see? Unless they're pedophiles. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I. We need, vig- we, we need accountability in the community there too. Okay. <laughs> no, that's real shit, man. Guys,
1: jump in on this conversation. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Hashtag United, we stand.
0: And uh, let us know your thoughts on this this topic. If black Americans and white Americans come together, these people will have zero power. Zero. It's over for them immediately. So expect them over the next year and a half to do every single thing possible to make it as highly uncomfortable as possible for white people and black people. We together need to realize who's doing this, what they're doing, and we have to be smarter than it. We cannot fall for it, we cannot let the hate get into our heart, we cannot like watch all these clips and be like, you know what, fuck these white people, Mm. or vice versa, we can't do that. We have to realize that these are single situations that are being magnified times a million in order to get us to emotionally react and go along with what they actually want, which is division, because as we all know, the saying goes, "Divide and conquer." Yeah, it's real shit, man.
1: Guys, let's keep this cruise going. Uh, before we get to our second headline, though, you guys know what it is. It's time. Let's cruise comments, baby. All right, let's go cruise this comment, guys. This comment, this sucks. this is quickly coming my becoming my favorite part. You like this? I Well, like it's it. like a box of chocolates.
0: Yeah, you know, never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, sometimes they love us. <laughs> sometimes they don't love us so much.
1: Cool shit, man. So guys, this cruise comment. This comment is coming from uh this is coming from our Q and A uh yesterday that we did uh it came out today that we recorded Okay Friday, Saturday, Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um so this comment uh at Jackie underscore art, uh she says, quote, your great great grandfather or uncle, whoever he he was, is looking down from heaven saying, That's my boy.
0: Oh, he's talking about the Braveheart story. yeah. Oh, or she is. Yeah. Hey, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> like, look, we, we are a different stock of men nowadays than what those people were, mm. you know? I appreciate the comment, but I don't believe that I'm one-tenth of even my dad's dad was, you know, a man who went to fight for our country and stormed Normandy Beach and fucking ended up dying over in Europe for, you know, we don't have that in society anymore you know i mean i would like to think that i would do that but the reality is is you know what can we do right now what we can do right now is use our voices and stand up and have courage and speak the truth and um it's very hard for me to feel good about being an american with the amount of cowardice that's going on in society with the amount of just going along and the amount of self-censorship and the amount of, you know, intimidation that we're allowing them to put onto us. Like, that's not what I grew up believing that we were. You know, I I bought hook, line and sinker uh, land of the free home of the brave. OK, not home of the fucking cowards. And it's frustrating for me to see so many people that won't speak the truth about what they observe going on because I see this every day. I get messages every day, you get messages every day of people who come in and they say, I'm so grateful for what you do and blah, blah, blah. Well then why don't you do it? Why don't you help? Why don't you spread the message? Why don't you speak up? Why don't you use your voice? And it's the most annoying for me to get it from people who have massive platforms. You know, all these influential people that you all follow and support who don't speak up. These people who don't say shit. You know, I had the number one entrepreneur podcast in the motherfucking world with the MFCEO Project up until December of 2019, and I stopped doing the show. And the reason I stopped doing the show is because I recognized very clearly that if I didn't start talking about what was going on in society, we wouldn't be able to do entrepreneurship. We wouldn't be able to do business. We wouldn't be able to be ballers. We wouldn't be able to fulfill the American dream. And so I changed my entire life around. And I love talking about that. I love business. I love building. I love creating. That's what I'm built for. I love it. That's real shit, man. Guys, remember, if you want to uh, have your comment selected, I appreciate that comment, Jackie. That's, that means a lot to me. You know, I don't feel like I live up to that, but I'm doing the best I can right now. And I promise you, if the day comes where I got to run into battle and cut some motherfucking heads off, I'm going to be there. <sighs> Made me thirsty. <laughs> you getting your gallon in over there? Yeah. Yep. Day one, phase two. Day 175. That's right. There's like a shit ton of people doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. it but, felt good, man. I got yeah. a good start, man. Um, but yeah, so guys, remember, if you want to have your comments selected, make sure you're being a real-ass fan. Share the show. Don't be hoes, all right? And uh, maybe your comment can get up there. Uh, with that being said, man, let's keep this show on the road. We have our second headline. Headline number two. Headline number two reads, Trump to be arraigned next week in Georgia election case. Here's an interesting thing about this topic. So now they have polls coming out saying that he's dropping in polls. But at the same time, he's making a shit ton. He's taking in a lot more in donations to his campaign at the same time. So it's like somebody's lying. Mm-hmm. Like who? I don't know who's lying. Let's dive into it. Uh, so former President Donald Trump will be formally arraigned next week on charges that unlawfully tried to overturn the 2020 election results in georgia uh, trump 77 will appear before fulton county superior court judge scott uh, mcafee at 9 30 a.m wednesday september 6th and be followed by his 18 co-defendants who were indicted by district attorney Fannie willis on a total of 41 counts august 14th uh, former trump attorney rudy giuliani is scheduled to be arraigned at 9 45 followed by fellow Trump attorneys John Eastman at 10 a.m., Sidney Powell at 10.15 a.m., with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows due at 10.30 a.m. This is going back to back to back, all 18 of them. Uh, Now, McAfee ruled last week, and we covered it on CTI, that cameras and recording devices from local TV affiliates would be allowed in the courtroom for the proceedings. Now, Willis charged all 19 defendants under the state's Racketeer uh, Influence and Corrupt Organizations, or the RICO Act, now, as well as with conspiracy, false statements, and asking a public official to violate their oath of office. Now, that's just the one indictment. But let's 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 talk about, let's give a, a, a taste on what we think about this other BS that they got going on. I um, don't know if you guys saw this, but Trump January 6th trial to begin March 4th amid GOP primaries. They're putting it right in the heat of the GOP primaries.
0: Huge mistake on their part. Listen, I,
1: like, and, and here's a good because you talked about it in the last segment too, man. I don't think there's anybody left, rational brain. Like, I don't think there's anybody left at this point that does not see the hypocrisy, see the two tier justice system, see the, the BS that they're doing to this dude. And it's like, love him or hate him, bro. It's like, this is messed up. And I think this, this in itself is election interference. Absolutely. Like, and I think about, like, that's going over some people's heads. Like, this, what they're doing right now, this is election interference, right? Completely trying to sway it. So, um, apparently, um, he tried to have the trial begin on January 2nd of 2024, suggesting that it would last approximately four to six weeks, go right up until the primaries started, right? Um, Trump's defense team proposed that instead the trial began April twenty twenty six long after the results of the 2024 presidential election. But the judge said no. She said no to neither. Um, and then that's when she said it for March 4th, right at the beginning of the primaries. Um, Andy, can we get a quick update? Where were we at? And, and I, more importantly, I want to ask you, man, like if you were in Trump's shoes right now, Right, knowing what you do know, knowing what we do know, readily available information like is there a different strategy that you see here that you think you would pull personally?
0: well it's very clear that they are putting these things right in i mean look, dude, the whole indictments, all of the indictments are a new precedent, they've never been done mm-hmm. it's It's something that is clearly persecution, political persecution. So it shouldn't surprise anybody that they're trying to put these things up as close as possible to these dates. That's their MO. Just like we talked about with a minute ago with the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff and the next day a Trump indictment, right? Um, Or, you know, Trump all of a sudden starts appealing to black people and then we have this racist thing happen, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's their MO. They they immediately want to redirect the narrative anytime it goes his way. And people are starting to realize it. Like there's a lot of people that are starting to realize it. And you said you said there's no rational people, or there's a lot if you if you're rational, you were starting to realize it. I agree with that. There's still a lot of people out here who are, you know, anybody but Trump people Mm -hmm. who will never, ever, ever admit anything other than, you know, this is justified and this is real and this is what's going to happen. And these people, what they're failing to realize is that the pendulum socially is swinging back to the right. Okay. And what they're doing is they're actually justifying whatever happens to them next. They're set. The precedence is set. Yes. And so these people are arguing because they hate Trump. They like, dude, I saw one of these uh, mainstream media anchors like laughing as she talked about how three people had died in Fulton County jail in the last like f- few months, I guess, and that Trump was in this danger. Like she was like basically insinuating that she hopes that Trump gets killed in jail. And these people are disgusting. These people, are representative of a true communist movement, they're brainwashed as fuck. And by the way, these people who think Trump can do no harm or no, they're brainwashed too. Mm. Okay. But the middle part, the middle part of Common Sense America, who is like, they're just normal people. That's you guys listening. Yes. They are seeing what's happening, Mm -hmm. whether they love Trump or don't like Trump. So I agree with you on that comment. Uh, But, you know, as far as strategy, what I would do different, um, you know, I don't know everything that he knows. So it's hard for me to say what he would do. But what I can tell you is that they are allowing millions and millions of people to come across the border. And when they come across the border, they're putting these people in areas where they can vote without actually having to be a citizen. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're doing that is because they're trying to pad the vote now for what's going to happen in 2024. And these people with their mail-in ballots, their early voting, and everything with the migration and all this, they're going to end up with a 20 million vote lead before the election even starts. And they know this. The the Republicans don't understand how to play the game the way these people play it. So they're going to have a 20 million popular vote lead on day one. And what's going to end up happening... If people aren't paying attention and they don't get organized and they don't get activated and they don't stop the person from showing up at 3 a.m. with 150 million fucking votes or whatever it is. Right. Um, if, If the citizen like, dude, if the citizens don't start getting engaged, these people will steal another election. And and so it doesn't really matter what strategy he runs or what strategy he doesn't run because the the straight up truth is these people are experts at manipulating the electoral process and they're going to a, a manipulate it as much as possible. And most people out here think that that either this isn't happening or there's nothing they can do about it. And there's actually a lot you could do about it. And the citizens of America should be at every polling place, every single one. 24 hours a day, the entire time that the, the voting is going on. You know, there should be you guys should be organizing, you should be standing in front of the polls, you should be making sure no bullshit happens. You should have your phones ready. The same shit they would do, mm-hmm. right? And then there should be people out here in the in the political world organizing mail-in ballots and early voter registration the same way that these people do it to even the playing field because if we don't even the playing field from a technical standpoint, they will, they will quote unquote win because the election isn't secure the way that it's supposed to be secure. We live in an age where everybody should, should be, we, our, our technology is so manipulated and so complicated, this should be very simple. This, there should be no early voting. There should be no absentee voting. If you can't get your ass to the polls on the day of the election and vote with a paper ballot that can be clearly counted, then you don't deserve to vote. Not that interested, then. That's right. No. And, and that's that we should get back to that. I think that's the, to me. I think that's
1: the biggest thing. I think so many people have just became so disinterested. And, you know, you have those people, well, I don't like talking about politics. Like, they're, they're so, and I, and I think now, like, well,
0: at dude, the time that we're in now, bro, it's, it, it's never been more important. Those same people who message us, and they're like, I appreciate it, where I'm at, I can't talk about it, motherfucker, do you think we like talking about this? <laughs> Do you think this is fun? Yeah. Do, do, what, kind of title, what kind of entitlement do you have as an American citizen to think that someone else is going to get the job done for you and that they should bear all the pain and they should bear all the, uh, all the heat and they should take all the arrows for you? How entitled are you people? Like, until people understand, like, dude, it's your responsibility as a citizen of the United States to speak the truth and stand on the values that you believe on an individual level, it is also your responsibility as an individual to exercise freedom. Freedom does not exist unless you exercise it. If you don't live a free life in your day-to-day life... Freedom ceases to exist. It is not something that is granted to you. It is something that we create as individuals. It is autonomous. It is in how we live, how we eat, how we train, what information that we put in our brain. This is why I tell you, personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion because if you are personally excellent, then you are exercising freedom. And then and only then will freedom exist as a whole entire culture. And these people who come in and say, oh, thank you so much, you know, I really support what you do, and then they don't say shit, you're the fucking problem. You're the reason it continues. There's no one else out here to do the work but us. It's us versus them. And if we don't get our shit together, they're going to steal another election, and we won't have an America after that. That's real shit. Yeah.
1: Dude, I saw saw a a couple of things, too. Um, And I don't know if this, I, I wasn't able to really, I didn't dive into it, just being honest, but saw this uh something about it was like a post somebody made they were talking about that uh you know Fulton County uh is the same uh is the same place where Martin Luther King Jr was was locked up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, he was locked up by the same people that are locked, you know what I'm saying like doing this whole thing. Did you see uh Dan Bongino's take on a strategy that he he said Trump should do? Yeah, he said he should stay in jail. Yeah, he's like he's like he shouldn't post bail because Secret Service they do have the legal ability to clear anything market as federal, you know, like they could close down the whole fucking jail and call their bluff. I just don't, I mean, I don't, like, I, I personally, I don't, I still like, feel like, that's just still playing the game. I don't think he should have responded to any of this. I mean, fuck, like, you know, the left doesn't respect the justice system. That's pretty obvious,
0: right? The minute you respect a corrupt justice system or a corrupt system in general and any, you give it power. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, like, there's people out here who say, <clears throat> you know, you shouldn't vote. Because if you don't vote, then you're not respecting the system and it has no power. And normally I would agree with that. But the problem is, is that we have to have a system in this country. And if we don't fix what's actually going on, they're not just going to let you live your life. Mm -hmm. They're going to come for you too. Lots of people out here think that if they vote Democrat or they stay quiet or they don't rock the boat, that these people will somehow leave them alone. They're going to come for everything. They're going to come for you. You should go back and read the history of communism, especially and specifically Bolsheviks, okay? These people are coming for you. Trump's been trying to tell us forever. The evidence is on the table. They're going to take away your currency. They're going to take away your wealth. They're going to take away your freedom. They're going to make you live off of bugs and a currency that they could turn on or off Depending on how nice you say certain things This is already happening in certain parts of the world And people here think it can't happen here Like what do you what What is it going to take for people here to realize That this is actually happening And the only way to stop it Is that every single person Resists it Every single person Not a few people that have podcasts Not a couple politicians Not just Donald Trump Everyone has to resist it. And until we get to that point where we're all like, no, not, they're going to keep coming. It's
1: mm-hmm. real shit, man.
0: Guys, let's get to our third and
1: final headline of the show. Headline number three. My third and final headline reads, uh, Burisma's Devin Archer met with then-secretary of state, Kerry, just weeks before Shokin was fired. And it's, it's funny how you say that because there, there seems to be this, like there definitely is a tit for tat here, right? Like something happens over on the right. Boom,
0: here it goes on the left. that That's their strategy. They, listen, they understand that they have to manipulate the news cycle and the perception. They understand that when something happens that doesn't look good for them, they have to create something to happen immediately that makes the other side look like exactly who they're telling everybody that they are. Or just a simple distract,
1: distraction from the headline. Yeah. 100%. Um, so let's dive into this a little bit. So so Hunter Biden's former business partner and fellow Burisma board member, Devin Archer, met with then-Secretary of State John Kerry, the guy who does not own jets. Um, his wife just, does. His wife. Uh, just weeks before the Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating Burisma was fired in 2016. Former Ukrainian Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin was fired on March 29th, 2016, less than four weeks after, the, uh, after Archer met with Kerry at the State Department in Washington, D.C., according to a State Department email. Here's the email for you guys. The subject reads, um, <clears throat> "Reply to uh, Devin Archer coming to see S. today at 3 p.m. Needs someone to meet, greet him at C Street. Got it. Thanks. S. just buzzed out here to let me know. Now, why would Devin Archer be meeting with the Secretary of State? Why, why doesn't he just say, I'm meeting with John Kerry? Oh, that's, I think that's just how
0: they talk, yeah. Uh, Fox News Digital can confirm that S... No, that's not just how they talk. They're, that's not just how they talk, DJ. You're missing a fucking major point. The reason that they put S in there is so that they can deny that this is John Kerry. Mm. Okay, this is about using coded language. If you're not using... If you have nothing to hide, why are you using coded language? Right. Right. This is this is not normal shit. This is what they do. That in case it ever comes out, you can't
1: really prove who they're talking about. It's all the same reason why they got the Hunter Biden. I mean, the Joe Biden uh, email. Yes. Yeah. These yeah, people.
0: Their th- point. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So Fox News Digital can confirm that S refers to Kerry based on multiple other email communications. However, it is unclear what Archer and Kerry discussed at the meeting or whether Burisma came up in conversation. Um, at the time of the meeting, Archer and Hunter Biden had been sitting on the board um, of Burisma for about two years, and then Vice President Joe Biden had recently wrapped up a trip to Ukraine where he threatened to withhold $1 billion in aid if Ukrainian officials didn't fire Shokin, claiming he was too lax on prosecuting corruption. Um, now, here's the thing. Shokin has since come out and made a statement talked about it he actually did an exclusive interview uh with fox news and i have a clip here for you um and for our listeners and viewers on youtube here's a clip
0: I talked to Victor Shokin, who's living a humble life right now, basically living off their their version of Social Security, who was fired by Joe Biden. So we sat there through an interpreter. You can never do it live. And I asked him the questions I think that everybody wants to know. What were you doing? How did you get fired? How do you feel? I asked him, too, why do you think you were fired? After all, he was asked by Prashokin, president at the time, to come out of retirement to clean things up. Here's what he said destroyed his life and why he was fired. Listen. I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that, yes, this was the case, they were being bribed. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in uh, U.S. uh, money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? I mean, what more proof do you need? people are desensitized to it dude the guy gave away a billion dollars to get somebody fired a billion dollars of your money to stop
1: what like like that like that's the whole play that's the whole play hunter biden gets on this board with zero experience zero background right gets on this board his father is the vp of the united states the board is basically money laundering, money into this family for policy decisions going right back to Ukraine and Russia and China, right? This prosecutor, who the then president calls out of retirement to come investigate corruption in the country, starts looking into this. And Hunter Biden, Joe Biden says, if you don't fire that dude, you won't get this money. That's quid pro quo. Like, that's textbook. He's asking too many questions. Yeah. You know, but sure, like let's talk about impeachment and by the way, let's
0: move it on for a couple of more months. Let's delay listen, man. I'm tired. I'm here's what I'm tired of. I am tired. The American people are the biggest slaves of any citizenship in the entire world. Mm. And let me tell you why. Because the American people are the only people that are told go work super hard, go go take a massive amount of your life and we're gonna take at least half your money, all right? And then when we take half your money, we're going to send it overseas, or we're going to mismanage it, or we're going to steal it, or we're going to funnel it back into our political contributions, or we're going to send it over here for quote-unquote aid. Okay, where's our motherfucking aid? Where's our aid from, from Kuwait or any of these other rich countries to fix our homeless problem? Do you ever notice that none of the other citizens on the planet Work so that we can have a better here in America. It's always the other way around. Why the fuck are we, the citizens of the United States of America, financing the well-being of every other fucking country in this planet? Okay? Until people wake up to that and say no more, shit's going to continue. This land of the free. That's a fucking joke. That's a fucking joke, dude. Land of the free. Land of the motherfucking worker bees is what we are. We work, 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 and work. Government takes more than half of our money. And you say, oh, well, they don't take half of mine. I, you know, they only take half of the rich people's money. Oh, really? What do you pay when you buy shit? What do you pay when you own shit? What do you pay on your personal property? What do you pay when you put gas in your car? Okay? And if you add all those things up that you pay, they're taking 50% of your money too. And they're telling you to work, work, work. The America dream. The America dream. The America dream. And then we'll take half your shit and we send it to other countries. We are the world's ATM. The people of America are the world's ATM. It needs to end. People need to say no more. They need to get smart about taxes. Do you ever question why you weren't taught personal finance, balancing your checkbook or taxes when you were in high school? Why isn't that part of the public education? Why are they teaching instead gender ideology and all this fucking bullshit? Because they want you to be financially ignorant so that you will go through your life not realizing how much they're actually oppressing you and how much they're actually stealing from you. And then they're going to tell you this is freedom. No, the fuck it isn't. It's not even close. So that's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of our, uh, us being financially oppressed by our own government in the name of being quote unquote good people to all these other people that want to kill us. Right. And me and Tony is virtuous. It's noble. Bro, we should be paying 10% tax all in. There, if everybody paid 10% tax and everybody paid it, the corporations paid it, the middle guys paid it, the little guys paid it, and everybody paid it. And there were no loopholes. And everybody just said, okay, 10%, just like a tithe at church, 10% of our our income is going to these projects that are going to be done for American interests. Think how much different your life would be with 10% all in tax. Think of the wealth that it would create. Think of the prosperity it would create. Do you know why they don't want that? Oh, because it's easier to oppress people that don't have financial means. They don't want you to achieve the American dream anymore. They want you financially dependent. They want you sick. They want you unhealthy. They want you consuming their propaganda. And the reason they want that is so that they can control you. And until the people of this country actually wake up to what's actually happening, it will continue. And it will not only continue for you, it will continue for your children. And it will get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until literally we are breaking rocks in a yard and being used for labor. Like, this isn't freedom. We're not even close to it. We're a million miles away from it. These people steal our money. There should be no way in hell that any politician goes to Washington, D.C. and makes tens of millions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars. That shouldn't happen. There should be no way that they get to trade on stocks when they're in there making legislation that affects the companies that are actually trading or doing deals with certain companies between the government and these companies and then trading on those stocks. Like, dude, the shit is so corrupt. Most people, because most people don't have the financial understanding to even like sort of comprehend how bad the system is. If people truly understand how oppressive the financial system is, There would be a revolution. It would have happened 20, 30, 40 years ago. Like, this shit is way out of control, dude. And you're suffering for it. And while you're suffering for it, and while you're having trouble paying your bills, and while you're stressing over money, they're sending your shit to Ukraine. They're sending your shit to Africa. They're sending it to places. And we got hundreds of thousands of homeless people in our own country. Like, it's absurd, dude. It needs to end. It won't
1: end until people wake up to it. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Because most people, they like
0: not only not only can they not. If I ran for president, bro, my number one platform would be fucking the the shrinking of the government, creating some specific rules about who can actually run and how long they can stay there, and then tax reform. If we figured that out, the country would be we'd be the richest country that ever existed, uh, dude. Think of how much easier it would be for everybody if these people were not stealing our money. If these people were not stealing our money, sending it to people who are not Americans, and then having them funnel back to themselves. This is the biggest scam that's ever been perpetrated on a a citizenship other than just straight up, hey, you're my slave. Slavery wasn't abolished in the mid-fucking-1800s. It still exists today, except it's all of us. They
1: just put it in the tax. People
0: don't understand that. Yep. Oh, it's patriotic to pay your taxes. The fuck it is. It would be if we had people who were responsibly investing that money. Look at the roads around your house. Look at the the buildings around your house. Like, dude, I don't know about you, but everywhere I go in the last three or four years looks like shit. Every city I go to, I travel all over. Everywhere I go, every place I've been looks like shit. All of them. Dude, it's making me angry. We're so far off track and most people can't comprehend it. This dude gave away a billion dollars for a political fucking favor. What could a billion dollars in your neighborhood do? And these guys give away a billions of dollars like it, like it's like like it's dollar bills
1: at the strip club. That's what I was saying. Most people can't even comprehend that amount of money or how much that
0: money can do. Most people can't comprehend it. We're the world slaves. We're the furthest furthest thing from fucking free country that we could possibly be. And until people reckon, now could we be free? Yeah, we could, but a whole lot would have to change. Mm. And if we were actually free, our cities would look different. Our schools would look different. Our our happiness would be more. Our prosperity would be better. You wouldn't have to think about money because you would get paid way more money. And then you would get not only would you get paid way more, you get to keep way more. But do you understand how they, t- dude? If people understood how they tax businesses in this country, and I'm not talking about the ones that skate out of it in loopholes. I'm not talking about the ones that can afford to, you know open up headquarters in Ireland and avoid paying taxes, the biggest companies in the world. I'm talking about companies like mine. I'm talking about companies that employ most of the people in this country. If you understood what they do to make it hard for these companies to grow, and they sell you the idea that this is a great thing because they're just greedy and they would take the money. No, they actually wouldn't because if your logic was true and they were actually greedy, they would grow their company to make more money for themselves. And if they grew their company to make more money for themselves, that means they would pay their people more. They employ a whole bunch of more fucking people like the, the whole logic of their whole argument is only believed by people who are financially dumb as fuck.
1: <laughs> That's a fact, man.
0: Oh, but everybody needs to pay their share. Well, do you understand that it trickles down to you?
1: Mm-hmm. Shit rolls downhill, <laughs> man. Most people don't get that. But dude, I actually, I, just, I was just thinking too, man. Like, you know, all these politicians that we have in office that have made millions and millions of dollars, bro. If I were president, all of that money would be stripped away from them, because I feel like you did not, you, you, you did not fulfill your oath.
0: Any any, po- any politician away. that has made that kind of money in office should have it taken back. Yeah, yeah you get stripped away, and guess it, where it's should... gonna go? It's going to go back to your district that you're supposed to be representing. Correct, and it should go to like actual development of that area. One hundred percent, dude. We that should be a retro retroactive like twenty five year deal. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I mean, you talk about fucking reparations. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you should be able to get the socialists Behind that too Because they're all about confiscating wealth Yeah, reduce, re- Okay, if reduce, we're going to confiscate this. wealth Let's confiscate the people who made their wealth Off of our tax dollars Yeah, and Let's vote. confiscate that wealth Listen, I'm down with it That's because it makes it. sense Yeah. The problem is, you won't have anybody else be down with it Because they're all in on the game These people are criminals, dude
1: Yeah, man, fuck Guys, let us know what you guys think Jumping in on this conversation Hashtag tax me up Uh, Let us know, guys, what you guys think. With that being said, uh, it's time for our final segment of the show. I got something good for you. Oh, do you? I do. do. Yeah, this is a good one. Guys, as always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we bring a headline up. We talk about it. We dive in it. And it will get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, Video, heartbeat of America, high school football players' shirts honor blue-collar family members. I saw this dude. I'll be, I mean, this is this is really. I, I I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. And there seems to be a, a really big, um, I guess, like surge in blue collar America. There better be, and I fucking love it. It, it. Like I said, it's cool to just see the resurgence, and especially in our younger demographic coming back and understanding the important things that we still have in society while they're still here. So let's let's dive into this, man. Um, a football team in Norton Shores, Michigan, is honoring blue collar workers and players' families whose roles are vital to the nation. Uh, for a while now, Mona Shores football team members have been wearing blue-collar work shirts to show respect for the community's working class history. MLive.com reported Friday. However, head coach Matt uh, Kozik came up with an idea recently to make the project even more special. Uh, Koziak asked the young men to choose one such worker related to them who worked hard to provide for their family at some point in the past. Here's the video uh, from the football team.
0: We stress going to college, getting an education, that's awesome. But I think uh, sometimes you lose touch on what we call the blue collar mentality. There's a lot of integrity behind that. I think there's a lot of stuff to celebrate behind that.
1: When Coach told us that we're going to have someone else on our shirt, I was kind of like, well, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, we get to wear someone else on our shirt that's not us. And someone bigger than us, we are be a part of something bigger than ourselves kind of thing. And so I chose my dad. Um, he's done everything that's been blue collar that you can honestly name off. It shows me that you can do a lot of stuff besides sitting in an office somewhere and you can work with your hands and make a living like that.
0: Um, it just kind of shows me that he's a great leader and I want to
1: be like him. My mom, because she really, I look up to her like as like, a as, like, motivation. And
0: she's like, she, she really like, put all into me for who I am now. So I chose my brother because he really is important to me and he always gives 110% whatever he does. Yeah,
1: dude, I just, I I thought this was cool,
0: man. It's super cool. It's teaching this, whoever organizes this, they understand that they're not only teaching their own individual people that they're in charge of to respect and value the hard work of the people that came before them. But you're also setting an example in the community because the other kids are going to look at these kids and they're going to say this is this is right, and then maybe they'll look at their parents or their grandma or grandpa or whoever in a different light and actually have some respect. Yeah, no, that was fucking great. And to make it even
1: better, so this uh, came out on Friday. They had they had the first football game of the season, and I swear to God, I wasn't even going to post the story. I mean, you post this, you use this as uh, you know, depending on how that game turned out. But they won, and not only do they win. They dominate
0: it. Damn, 58 to 7. Yeah, that's not bad. That's what, that's what blue-collar work ethic will get you. Yeah. You work hard, you get results. That's it. That's, that's true. how America works. That's how it's always been. That's how it's always going to be. But I hope, my, my hope is that blue-collar America starts to wake up to the dangers of technology that are not being regulated by the government. That's another thing I'd run on, is the regulation of technology to not take away jobs. But actually, there's, there's a, this tech. Yeah, there's this lie that's being told that, you know, oh, technology is actually great for jobs because you can move people up into higher paying jobs. That's not true. That's not true. That's a bullshit Life lie. Tech is already there. Right. <laughs> That's why they're, tr- this is why, commu- this is why this technology part and the communism part are coexisting right now because they're trying to remove these blue collar jobs from society and they're trying to replace them with AI and robotics, all right, automated ways of doing this work, which is going to produce junk. Mm-hmm. Right, it's going to pr- produce brutalism and disgusting construction, which this country is already filled with. We should go back to building things like they built over in Europe in the fifteen hundreds or the eleven hundreds. Things they, that are beautiful, they look they look better. Things yeah. that inspire pride and culture. Okay, they stopped building those things a hundred years ago, and people are like, "Why?" It's not because they got better building techniques or cheaper building techniques. It's because they don't want you to have anything you're proud of. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to return to a patriotic, prideful America, which in my opinion, we need um, construction and the resurgence of beautiful architecture is going to be required. And we need the blue collar community to really recognize that they're under attack because what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a scenario where you are replaced by technology. And then you go on, you're going to be sold this thing. Hey, you don't have to work anymore. You don't have to do anything anymore. You don't have to, you know, do this anymore. We got you, except they're going to pay you like half of what it is that you make now. You're not going to have any pride. You're not going to have any love of what you do and creating anything. And uh, that's the game plan. So I hope blue collar America wakes up to what's going on because uh, they need to resist it. Yeah. And you you, you need to demand that of your politicians. On the regulation of technology And uh, the dangers that it presents To uh, the working class of America But I love this story, I think absolutely. it's thumbs up Thumbs up, absolutely guys Well Andy, guys,
1: that's all I got
0: Yep, don't be a hoe Share the show
1: Yeah, We're from sleeping on the floor Now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl. fuck a stove Counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole Got her on bankroll, can't fold Just a no, headshot, case closed Close.